All right, well, lads, uh, you're listening to another episode of the Technology Podcast. Uh, we're still here in the new new norm, new reality of quarantine. Uh, this one, we, we, we started a little series going on now uh, called Quarantine and Tech, and here we have the tech on with us. So happy to have you here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, guys. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Before we get into things, um, yes. I personally want to know, are we getting an invite to your next anime and show session? I saw that. 100%. You have to be there. Literally. <laughs> I wanted so many people to be there, but obviously, you yeah. know, that thing that cannot be named because it <laughs> might get copyrighted in your video <laughs> happened. Um, so we were expecting, like, I sold out like 100 tickets and mm, about 40 people came, which was still really a good turnout considering everything that was going on. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was good. I learned a lot from it. I'm going to need a bigger venue because even with the 40 that came, it was still quite like packed. Mm-hmm. So good experience. But next one, as soon as quarantine is done, fam, you're going to like, literally, I'm just going to put one out there. So be on the lookout. Sweet. What was the inspiration behind that? Have you always been into anime, maybe manga? Yeah. So like just growing up, like I was always the the nerdy one in my family, the one like taking stuff apart, putting it back together. And um, I guess my love for engineering just kind of came from that. And mm. fast forward a couple of years of doing, like breaking everything in my house, I then got into robotics engineering. So I studied that at uni. Um, and while Wait, I was doing it, the, what's that? Where did you go, by the way? Oh, I went to UWE, University of the West of England in Bristol. What? Is that far um it's about an hour and a half on the train from london so not too bad but the idea was to be far (laughs) (laughs) i was like i was fresh from college i was like yeah i'm a big woman now i need to go into the world and like venture so yeah yeah um so kind of doing my robotics um time at uni i was like oh like just watching a lot of anime in general um I was learning Japanese as well. So I was like, I was just really immersed in that whole culture. And gaming, I've been gaming for a long time. What's that? You had to say which ones you were watching. Oh, which ones Which ones am I watching right now? Right mm. now, Tower of God. Uh, just because everyone's watching Tower of God. Personally, I've read the manhwa, but it's not my like favorite. But it's the hype thing right now. So Crunchyroll just basically acquired the rights for that. So... Mm. I've been watching that. Um, things I've watched and I enjoy are Bleach, Naruto, Dragon Ball, One Piece, uh, Jojo. Jojo is one of my faves. Um, Hunter x Hunter is probably my best anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that quite mm-hmm. a lot. I've heard that quite a lot. Do you guys watch? Back. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I used to be huge, massively into anime. Now I only just stick week to week with One Piece. I think that's my favorite. Oh, uh, uh, your One Piece person. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah I, that, I'm a one off. I'm a one off, basically. You're a one off? Yeah, yeah, here and there, you know. Attack on Titan. If it's on, you'll watch it. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm in the mood. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. How do you feel about Bleach coming back? Um, mixed reviews. I was one of those people, so being very geeky, like I'm just one of those people that are on the forums and everything, just like myanimelist.com. Like, why is Bleach not back? So it's been like, what, eight years? And um, 
it was very frustrating, but like I'm kind of used to it from other animes or mangas, like Hunter x Hunter, the yeah. mangaka, he's like always AWOL. So um he's violating at this point. Yeah, man just sits at home and plays Dragon Quest. Like he literally said, Yeah, I just play Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. I was like, I don't oh think you should God. say that when you have a fan base, but yeah, I think he's got back issues as well, so he can't really like draw. Um, but um yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Bleach, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, before I interrupted, you were giving us a... Yes. Taking us through the time. And I oh, what, me? Uh, and yeah. how I got to be so geeky? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just always been in me, I guess. I, I used to... I started off with cartoons and then, you know, just always binging out watching. Um, I was, like, just this, like, wayward child in South London, you know, split household you know the story yeah. and um i think after primary school my parents were just like nah this girl she's like she's just going down a path we don't want she's gonna be that stereotype we need to do something so they were like oh do you know what let's go on holiday i was like okay pack my bags they're like we're going to nigeria oh, i was like yes i'm going to no. <laughs> fam <laughs> they were like yes let's go to nigeria i was like hey no. pack my this pack my that I didn't see a return ticket, but I was like, don't worry, my parents probably have it somewhere, you know. It's just, I was like 12 at this time as well. And then um, I get there. I'm there for like a week, two weeks. So it's fun. My mom's like, I have to go for work. You stay, enjoy. You've graduated primary school. So I was chilling. And then I got kind of like fed up of it. I think after getting malaria one too many times and just not having electricity, I was like, okay, I I need to pay my games and stuff. Yeah. Um, So... (laughs) I was like, oh, mom, I'm ready to come back now. I think, like, I'm all holidayed out. She was like, well, about that. You'll be starting school in, like, two months in Nigeria. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> I <was> like, sorry. <laughs> no. And then she was like, yeah. Um, so they put me in boarding school. I went straight into boarding school. There was no day school. It was straight into just this little ratchet south london girl with my strong ass accent in the middle of like the toughest nigerian boarding school but um yeah that was it was an experience well boarding school yeah yeah well boarding school school? i went to i started off in a school called cherryfield (laughs) cherryfield college so i went to school in abuja which is the the capital i I don't know if you guys are nigerian yeah yeah, yeah. i can relate yeah i can relate everything you just said I, I is that what happened to you? Yeah, that's yeah. what we're dying. <laughs> my mom was grandma, isn't it? And then, uh, okay, yeah, 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 same. <laughs> you know, that ones. It's a bit weird though, because some most people are like born in Nigeria and then come here when they're like twelve, and they mm. kind of. But yeah. nah, I think it, it's a little bit more cruel when you've like had the the taste of life here oh, and then you're shipped there and then you're shipped back here. Oh my God. Yeah, but, um, I, I had that like my early, early years though. Like my parents mm, from young, like toddler, toddler age that, that mm, thing is also straight, you know, no mm, joke. Um, so I actually stayed, I studied, um, or oh, I holidayed for two and a half years. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, then eventually obviously came back in around 2006, 2007. So I know exactly I know exactly the feeling. Uh, today I'm maintaining my story. It was a holiday. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was a holiday. I had a six-year holiday then. That's what I'm going to start saying. 
Wait, how long were you six there for? Six year holiday. Six years. Six years, man. Hey, we're in there. We're in this together, man. Basically, high school. Yeah. I came back for college. Same, same. Same. Wait, do you know? Do you know um a school called NTIC then? NTIC Abuja. Do you know? Do you know a funny story? I was meant to go to that school. Really? I was in that school for like at least, honestly, a week. Got kicked out. Why? <laughs> when I tell you guys, that's why I'm like so passionate about getting more people, especially women into tech, because. I was where I am now. You would never have pictured someone like me getting to where I've got to, which is why I'm like really humbled by everything I've been through. Cause I'm just like, I should not have gone the way my life was going. Literally. Yeah. I got kicked out of Cherryfield college. So I was in Cherryfield college. I did some naughty things, Yeah. got suspended, eventually ended up having to leave that school. Then my cousin was in Nigerian Turkish international. So NTIC. Yeah, And then, um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to Turkey. <laughs> that did not last. Then they took me to, uh, it was still a private school, but it was um, boarding as well. Yeah. And I think I was a day student for a bit. And they were like, oh, she seems to have calmed down a bit now that she's not in boarding. Um, and that school was good. But that school was like really like, my mom was just trying to do the most. It was a, one of those really expensive schools, like from, I think, year one to like year 11, there was about 70 students in total in the entire school. Whoa. So it was quite a bougie school. It was quite like every student got like different perks. You could bring food in. So even when I was in the boarding school, it didn't really feel like we had like PSPs and stuff. So mm-hmm. it wasn't really typical. Oh. Mm, it was a British school. So it oh, kind of worked out for me because I did my GCSEs there and then boom, got into college. Oh, right. Oh, oh, because for me, I had to drop back a year. And do yeah. Uh, I said do most people when I came back. Wayek. Yeah, yeah. I did. Wyek I came my Wayek. Yeah, yeah. I did my Wayek, and then when I came back here, they were like, oh, "Obviously, I can't." Re-. Well, I used my Wayek to go into sixth one, basically. You know. Mm. Yeah, and obviously the fact that you know Nigeria's six years secondary school here, it's um, five years, so yes. I oh. year thirteen, so I had to drop back. Did you find in your first year of college that you were a little bit ahead? Um, I would say in terms of many ways, like, cause obviously I was old, older than these lot. That was like the first thing mm. I was really like calm. And, mm. and at the same time, I was still trying to adapt to like, cause obviously I've done six years in there and I'm still trying to adapt, but I still, I was, I still, I, I, I was, I would say yes, definitely. But it was just like, there was a more so in terms of like yeah. education. Not, yeah, not so much of- your, you personally, but I find like the education there is actually better. I don't know if that was just like my experience, but the secondary school education especially was very, very intense. Like oh, my first year of college, I just partied. I just, literally, I was living my best life. I do not remember my first year of college. And the mm. second year was a bit of a struggle. And then boom, uni. Boom, uni. Um, yeah, I mean, what what made it clear in your mind that engineering is something that you wanted to do? Did you just have enough of breaking things? And It was literally that. Like, I just always, you know, I thought that I was, like, freaking part of Dr. Jekyll and Hyde. Like, I literally loved the idea of, like, bringing something that was, like, inanimate to life. Mm. So just, like, building things. I had these, like, robo dogs and stuff when we were younger. Oh, yeah. I was so fascinated by tech. I had, like, the... 
Tamagotchi. Let me not show my age, but like, mate, mate, I, I just, I just exposed my age. You know, um, I had all those little techie toys. So I was really like Beyblade as well and Ooh. all sorts. So yeah, mate, when McDonald's used to have some banging toys inside their Happy Meals. Like you guys remember those days? They used to have proper Ooh. toys, you know. Of course. Mate. Mate. I don't even know what's going on. Was... Mate, I got oh, a whole Beyblade in a McDonald's Happy Meal. But um, yeah. yeah, so... That was pretty much uh, my story. Just I would have never guessed that you, that you did. I think, I think, I think other people say that about like myself as well. They would have never guessed. It's the same way, like with you now, I would have never guessed that you just secondary school in in um, Nigeria. That's all. Yeah. Really. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's even worse when when I tell people I got kicked out because I'm such oh. a calm, like happy go lucky <laughs> person now. So I tell them I used to fight all the time. I was just angry. I was like. I thought this was a holiday and now I'm here. <laughs> so I was like, everybody, everybody could catch this smoke. I was angry <laughs> as a child. Angry at my mom, angry at my dad. Oh, me. I was just so mad. But um, by the time I left Nigeria, that mm. place humbled me for real. Like, Damn, <laughs> they smacked some sense into me. For me, yeah. Because I, what I did was that they turned it to like, um, to like revisions. So I had to prepare for the entrance exam. So when I when the exam came, mm. I failed it purposely. Like I was just putting the wrong answer. <laughs> that was my own way. Because me, I was, ah, that was my own way of, you know, at least I tried, didn't it? But then they were like, oh, <laughs> do it again, do it again. I was like, you know what, yeah, if this is going to happen, it's going to happen. But then, yeah, that's how I got in. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, now you are um, a, actually a professional gamer as well. <laughs> sick um wow like how did you how did that come about um just to decide to go pro yeah like um gaming again like with the engineering stuff i was just i've been doing it since like since the beginning of time since i was born so my family like I have people in my family who would always play like football games and different games mario all the generics yeah. And I'd be there, and even when I was younger, like because we were quite poor as well, like all my mum could afford was the um, like the fifteen ones. You know those games? Those, those games were banging. You know people like to mock them, but I had the most fun. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I was always playing them, always completing them, yeah. playing them again. Um, so after that, my mum was like, "Okay, you remember the like first this. game you completed?" Because I was oh, first. What was the first game I ever completed? I don't know first. Mine might have been one of the Pokemon, you know. I, I was going to say Pokemon, but I feel like even going before that, like there must be something. I mean, that's, that's the most memorable. Pokemon, Spyro. <laughs> Spyro. Mario. Oh my God. Mario, Wario, Yoshi's Island, all of it. Oh yeah, so. Now, nah, I've always loved gaming and I so where I kind of like decided, okay, I want to become pro at this and like make this like part of my whole brand, I suppose, like gaming, anime, and engineering was um in uni. So in uni, I used to play football for my um, uni's female team. Mm-hmm. So I was like, do you know what? Yeah, that was just after playing for so long, <laughs> center defensive mid. Um, I was like, do you know what? everyone keeps playing FIFA? And I did, I just didn't play FIFA. It's really mm-hmm. weird because I used to play football manager. Oh, mate. I just didn't play actual FIFA. <laughs> um, I love that. 
Yeah, I'm. Oh my god, I loved FIFA Street though. FIFA Street was my game. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I didn't really play FIFA, but everyone in uni played FIFA, and I had like an Xbox, and everyone had PlayStation. So it was just one of them ones where I knew what I was using Xbox for, like Halo. And I like a lot of FPS games as well. So I knew what Xbox was for, but um, everyone was like playing PlayStation. You go to a house party, all the guys are like, oh, mate, you can't play. Move, man, you can't play. So I'd always be like, do you know what? I'm going to learn FIFA because you dickheads, fam. You guys think that I cannot play games. I was like, nah, you're not going to do that. And obviously I, I'm, I love football. So I was just like, do you know what? So after playing FIFA and just like gradually, gradually getting better, I was like, hmm, let me, let me keep doing this. And so I played some of my old school games, started buying like DSs and SPs and things that like I didn't have anymore. So eBay, I was there buying them, using my tech skills, fixing them up. And um, yeah, that's when I was like, you know, I should include this in part, like as part of my brand, because I'm sure there's a lot of girls who want to yeah. be engineers, who like anime, who like gaming, but they might feel like, oh, you have to be like a certain look to do it. So yeah, I'm trying to break down these stupid ass barriers, man. I'm tired <laughs> of them. <laughs> I, I hear that. Um, I saw your recent post actually came across it, uh, the one about Animal Crossing. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, because obviously I've used um, uh, stimulator, simulators and emulators before, but how did you manage to go and get that new PC? Oh mate, uh, this is this is just me. This is the this is the geeky <laughs> shit I get up to in, in when I'm not working and I, no client is disturbing me. I've literally this is what I do. I sit at home just tinkering around. I mean, I built my first emulator when I was like 15. I built a PSP emulator. Yeah. Um, it was very basic and it was very shitty, and it was just so that I could literally play Tomb Raider. But um, after like playing around with that and like learning about patches and all sorts and learning discs and stuff. I was like, hmm, okay, this is not too bad. I should kind of like do this as a as a hobby. So I used to like burn <laughs> This is back in LimeWire days, but I used to like burn stuff and like sell it to my friends. Obviously in Nigeria, you didn't have access to these like yeah. games and stuff. Yeah. So you had to make do, man. You had to take them Chinese pirated films. You know the ones that they used to sell in the... Yeah, the, oh, <laughs> no, I know what you mean, yeah. The little plastic the pla- yeah. guys. Oh. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so we, I just remembered, literally everyone was going on about Animal Crossing and I was like, how can I call myself like a professional gamer and I don't have Animal Crossing and everywhere I'm looking, everyone's talking about this damn game. So I was like, oh. I didn't want to get it. When it first came out, um, someone approached me and was like, do you, do you want to review this game? I was like, yeah, thank you for like, you want to give me a free game, but I don't have a, like the, the thingy to play on. I don't have the console, the Switch. So they were like, oh, fair enough. And I was like, you know, if I had the Switch, this could have been an opportunity. So I was always thinking about it. Um, and I had Switches available for people at my event, Anime and Chill, but I just never played it when they were, I gave it to people to play it. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try to get a Switch. Went online, started looking. How are they telling me? It's sold out everywhere, oh, guys. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. My desperate ass went on to Depop, tried to buy a play, PS4. Yeah. Long story short, I had to sell my PS4, my Xbox 360, all my other consoles because I was raising money to go to Nigeria. Oh, Before yeah. coronavirus happened, I was actually meant to be away for six months, like teaching in Africa, robotics mm. to children. Mm. So literally, Corona, like the day I was meant to fly, 
which was the 26th, I believe, of March, was oh, when Nigeria basically yeah. said, nobody's yeah. coming into this country. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were like, lock on. <laughs> Okay. So I had to, um, I spent like hours on the phone to British Airways trying to get my money back because they weren't giving people refunds. They were literally like refusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. My aunt literally traveled to two days before that uh, to Nigeria. Yeah, she's so lucky. So no, lucky. But the thing is, she went there for, for a specific reason to um, mm. catch, you know, friends that used to be part of her volleyball team and to yeah. go to like, mm. in Nigeria. And then the event, the whole thing Oh. So, yeah, it's one of them ones. I mean, it's a blessing she gets time to spend with the family and everything, but mm. the purpose she went there. And, and now it's not on. Yeah. yeah. Same thing happened to my friend. She traveled on the day of the, of the ban. Mm. And um, the minute she got there, they were like, boom, straight into a hotel. Mm. So she's like in Nigeria, but she can't even go and be with her family. Well, now she can. It was a two week um, thing. But it's like for two weeks, you're just chilling. You're spending money. They're not paying for that hotel for you. So <laughs> you're just in that hotel. Oh, gosh. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise because I would have been there having to spend extra money and wait in a hotel and stuff. And, mm. But um, yeah, so I sold everything to kind of make money because I just knew being on the go and traveling, I wouldn't have the luxury of just playing whenever I wanted. And Yeah. Um, so I had nothing, literally, I was stuck. So all my family like are in different parts of the world. I'm in London alone. So I was just like, I'm stuck in this house, yo. All I have is Sky and my laptop. Like, <laughs> this is all I have. And I was trying to look for consoles and literally everything gone. PS4 gone. So what I was saying is I went on to Depop and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get like a, you know, get a little PS4, so one for a hundred pounds. I was like... I got my money back for my tickets. Let me just, oh, let me do it. Um, I got scammed. I got scammed, scammed, scammed. Of a if anyone's watching this, be careful. Because, boy, like, people are trying it. Yeah, and I went through goods and services, PayPal. Yeah. Everything that they say you should do. PayPal, I don't know if it's because of what's going on right now. and what They're just refusing to give people, like, refunds as well. They're... Even if you pay with goods and services, they can still refuse it. So I'm just like, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So sorry, I kind of went off topic, but that's how I basically was like, bond this, <laughs> all of you, I'm going to find a way to play this Animal Crossing game. And then started looking around, um, especially on Patreon. There's a lot of cool like tech projects on there, people yeah. trying to raise money for it. Mm. Went on there, I saw two emulators. I was like, all right, let me try it. Both of them did not work. Both of them were buggy. Both of them had issues. Um, but luckily the code is open. So like everything's open source. So you okay. can find everything on GitHub. Mm. Went on to GitHub, played around. I was like, I see where you guys went wrong. So I did, you know, I should probably commit it to that GitHub, you know, I should probably make some type of like <laughs> contribution. You know what I mean? Maybe they should hire me. Cause I literally was like, let me play around with know, I've got the key. But that post was very political. I had to be very careful with that post um, just because, like, I work with brands, like, from my anime chill, like, I worked with Manga UK, Sony, Funimation. So I have to be very careful, like, certain things I say. Even Bandai Namco, um, like, gave us gifts and stuff. Mm. So when it comes to, like, obviously, Animal Crossing is new and Nintendo is trying to make money from it. It's still fairly, like, new for them. 
Yeah. Um, so kind of publicizing that you can play the game without actually owning any of their yeah. IP is a, little, it's a, it's a bit of a sticky one. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to write that post in a very politically correct way. Like, yes, you can attempt to play the game on an emulator, but That's still go buy the game. <laughs> we appreciate you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Some people can't afford it and they want to play. Like, you know, so I think, yeah, you know, I, I want to work with brands and it's nice when you get the opportunity to, but I'm much more like, everything I, I do is centered around giving back to people. And if someone's telling me all the time in my DMs, like, oh, how can you play game? How can you? I'm like, okay, why not? Why not share? So mm. if it bites me in the ass, it bites me in the ass. We move. <laughs> all right. So the only thing that we haven't really covered then is uh, robotics. We haven't really spoken about that. Robotics. Um, so my favorite subject. <laughs> so are you... Is it like you're sort of in a niche of um, computer vision or what is it? Yeah. So like, um, I saw you guys did a thing with uh, Ta- Tyler, Talia. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Taylor, she's Taylor. Oh, she, on job. I've never, oh, wow. yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's amazing. We did, um, did the don't rush challenge together. Yeah. Yeah. The women in tech one. Yeah. And, um, I was just like, I, I follow her on Twitter and stuff. And the backlash that she got for being, you know, in the black community, I feel like you have to be very, very careful. But it's very sad that you have to be that careful. Like, 100%. it would be nice to share things. If she was a white male, I'm sorry to say it. But it's no, you can say if, if she was a white male and she came out and she said, oh, he said, I make 130K doing this. And this is the blueprint. You two can go and do it as well. Everybody yeah. will be on his D. Yeah. They will be like, oh my God, show us the way. How do you do it? But here you have a young, beautiful, like she's got the personality as well. She's not just your stereotypical geek. She's doing all of this and she's doing it well. And she's told people in her blog, this yeah. is how you can do it too. That's the bit that's really more, Yeah. Yeah. It's not like she just said it. If she just said it, I can I, I can't even see it because I didn't think she was bragging at all. But I could see how small-minded people would be like, oh, just came to the TL to show off that you make 130k. But she didn't do it in that way. She did it in a very tasteful way. She showed how she did it. Mm. Even her transition from robotics to um, you know, data. Yeah. Yeah, like so that just ugh, I just looked at it and thought, honestly, black Twitter. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Without, without even knowing her as well. It was ridiculous. Without even knowing her. Mm. So um, on the topic yes. of that, like the black woman in tech, like um, how, like where you are right now, we can tell that you're definitely like, you're trying to give back. And how are you working? Like uh, in terms of like um representing the females in tech, uh, how are you going about that? Because right now, yeah, there is an emergence right now. <laughs> There's an emergence right now. But like, mm. yeah, for anyone coming up in tech, what advice w- would you give to them? First thing, can we please get more women in hardware engineering and in AI and data? Because especially like, okay, hardware engineering is just because I'm in robotics and nobody ever talks about engineering with like, well, my type of engineering when it comes to engineering. So when they say like, oh, there's only 12% of engineers in, in the UK are women. They're not talking about hardware. They're talking about software engineers, software developers, technical consultant. That's what they're talking about. Um, so 
I'm really pushing for women to get into hardware. I mean, I know firsthand how difficult it is um, being in this industry in terms of applications for jobs, in terms of even studying and maybe feeling some like discrimination in your classroom. It's not easy. It's a male dominated and a white male dominated um, type of engineering. So it's not easy. Have you experienced it? I've been experiencing discrimination every single industry. So I do a lot of web and app development as well. So that's my main like source of income right now in quarantine. So um, I've, I've worked in a number of roles and every, my first role ever that I ever had like in university, um, I was fired because of my hair. Like apparently my hair was too big. Like, I was fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fired. Um, but leading up to me getting fired, she kind of, this lady was like picking on me. She was always like, oh, your this is too much, or your that is too much, or your top is too bright. Mind you, I was in customer service on the phone. Nobody can see me. <laughs> nobody, can, like, nobody can see me but the people I'm working with. Um, and I was the best in my team. That's how I knew, okay, this is, that was my first kind of like really experience of like prejudice in the workplace. I was just like, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But I was still very young. So I think I was like, 21 at the time so i didn't i didn't like push any legal action i didn't do the steps like she should have had a disciplinary meeting with me there should have been steps that she followed hr involvement yep. so i i didn't know all this um fast forward to my second role um last two years of uni i went part-time because i needed to pay for i paid for everything well the last two years myself so i had to go part-time so i could work as well i was working as a it desktop support engineer for Ooh. a telecommunication company yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful. Um, <laughs> and while I was there, so last job was racism. This job was sexism. So my job was like to fix like computers and just get people set up and different things. Just be like IT support within the company. Mm. Um, so I was always like <laughs> on my knees and fixing stuff and under the table and stuff. And I'd hear like the maddest remarks from my manager, especially. He'd just be like, oh, I like a girl on her knees. And like the amount of crazy stuff. And um, it, eventually I got fired from that role as well. And I got fired on the grounds of me. I wasn't doing my job. Um, really, I got fired because my manager was trying to actually sleep with me and I was not there for it. I realized later on I'd only, so I was the first female ever in the history of that company. Been around for like maybe 30 years to ever be hired in IT. So I was like gassed. I was like, yes, get in. They see my talent. Um, but I soon realized I was hired as eye candy, like just because, and to fill that diversity quota, which is an issue a lot of women have, black women have in tech. So they don't really care about you sometimes. They just care about you having a box to tick. Yeah. yeah we have black people in our, in our team. Yeah. We got this. Um, and I realized that's why I was hired. Um, so after like just shutting him down and then he wanted to like try it on with someone else and wanted me out the picture. So he did what he needed to do to get, I went on, I went to Nigeria to do my dissertation, um, which was on delivering medication via drones to kids in villages. So I finished all that, was a great project, came back to the UK, went to work and he was like, can you come in for a meeting? I was like, okay, cool, cool. Meanwhile, he'd been messaging me the whole time, like, hope you're having fun in Nigeria. And then he's like, oh, just to let you know that today's your last day. And I was like, why? 
And he, he goes, oh, because, um, yeah, sorry, um, we've decided not to extend your contract, blah, 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 this, you didn't do this, we told you to do this and that and that. So I sat there thinking, hmm. I left, I, was, I just had like a flashback of, you know, my last job. Yeah. I left and I was like, okay, this is a bit mad. But then after like an hour of like crying to myself and announcing to everybody, I was so like over the top. So I was like, I just got fired, guys. Bye. Bye. See you. See you. See you. Um, I was like, nah, last time I did nothing about this and I got screwed over. This is where I need to know my rights and like do stuff. Yeah. So literally, long story short, um, I went to my manager's manager, told him what had been going on. Uh, summary of the whole story, I got rehired with a salary increase and they were like, yeah, <laughs> can you come back? The fresh charges. Yeah, but they were not getting me out like that. I was like, nah, yeah. I don't know about this girl from South London, fam. <laughs> So, um, um, yeah, yeah, that, but, I, but I left, I ended up leaving. Yeah. It was awkward after that. Yeah. I, so I, I, I just left. I was like, money's not worth it, is it? So yes. I guess right. for like, there's some girls, they, they like, it would be hard for them to speak up. You know, not everyone is like that well outspoken. So no, a lot of women yeah. go through this on a daily. A lot of women feel compelled to have to speak with their managers or feel compelled to have to do certain things that they wouldn't do against their morals just just for a role. It's not easy being a woman woman in tech and a black woman at that. Um, but the benefits, especially in stuff like AI, we need more black women in tech because the, these algorithms that are being created are yeah. based off the mindset of a white male. So everything is tailored towards them. You know, and there's all kinds of algorithms right now identifying black men for doing crimes that were never even on the scene because yeah. the AI algorithms have... They say it's because they don't have enough black data sets. Excuse me, there's enough black people. If you wanted to collect the data, you could you could do it properly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, definitely AI is what I'm pushing for more people, black All women right. especially. Just quickly before the call locks off. Um, oh, what shoot, we've got two minutes. Just in the future, where, where can people catch you if they want to get in touch with you? So oh, my, my DMs, well, my DMs were closed for a bit because I was going to be on a madness at one point, but my DMs are generally open for like questions and stuff. I'm starting YouTube soon. Okay. Um, I was going to make it just gaming, but I'm going to make it like engineering as well. So I build robots all the time. I've got like my little home lab here. So I'm going to, um, yeah, film how to make a robot for people who don't know anything about robotics, just like a vacuum robot, your own piano type of robot. So different fun projects coming. But you can find me on everything, Twitter, Instagram, www.co.uk, at The Tech Over. That's <laughs> so great. At The Tech Over. That's wonderful. All right. Thanks for chatting with us. Oh, thanks for having me. This was fun. I feel like all I did was blab, but I like to blab, so it's, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, about the limit, we, we would have gone on forever, I'm sure. I know, I know. We, can, we need to do this again sometime. When we're out of quarantine, I'll come in and I'll, you know... Yeah. I'll get you guys properly and we can do this. That's great. That's wonderful. And also invite us to the next anime on anime and You have to be please, there. I'm not please. I'm not hearing no. You guys have to be there. In fact, I'm gonna get you guys free tickets. This is on on record. I'm gonna get you guys <laughs> free tickets. I want you guys there. I want you guys talking to people, networking, bring your cards, whatever material you have. Yeah. It's fine by me. But you Love better it. be there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Lovely. Bye, guys.